0: podcast in a car. Here comes hydrocodone. Welcome back everybody. Hydrocodone is a very popular and very commonly prescribed medication in the U.S. In fact, 97% of the hydrocodone worldwide is prescribed in the United States. But it, it deserves a mention or two because uh, it is available worldwide. Now, oxycodone is uh, literally a staple worldwide and uh, readily available. Oxycodone comes in multiple doses, with without acetaminophen, short-acting, long-acting, abuse deterrent. I mean, it's a it's a well uh, used, or a respected, and uh, therapeutic um, option yeah, in, in the top drawer for most practitioners if it's acute or chronic oxycodone's got you covered if you're young or old oxycodone is a pretty good choice because it's clean how it gets metabolized and uh, eliminated so okay let's march over to oh hello hydro um doc I need my hydros don't don't say stuff like that that's uh, street slang terms and it's just the red flags fly so um hydrocodone uh, a number of different names it's it's not important what the names are by brand but the key with hydrocodone is it's uh, one of the top two that's used in acute and chronic pain and it it does have a short acting long acting it does have abuse potential but in the short acting it's with acetaminophen so unlike oxycodone that you can get without acetaminophen in the short acting form uh, hydrocodone can be thought of as uh, a little easier to prescribe without the fear of snorting or uh, god forbid injecting you know it's it's a it's a drug that has this acetaminophen in it in the short acting form that's thought to be opioid sparing. Opioid sparing means that you add one drug plus one drug one plus one equals three, so you don't have to give as much of the base opioid. Yeah, it's a uh, true. Uh, mu-opioid agnist it sits on the mu-opioid receptor that's a receptor that uh, is the place drugs go to create effect and it is not only the analgesic effect but it's also some of the side effects typical to opioids especially short acting opioids like oxycodone, and hydrocodone some of the others is that you can um, get a little bit of sedation. Uh, It's a little bit more probably than oxycodone, where we talked about it has a... Oxycodone has a kappa effect. It's perky perks. Hydrocodone can do that, and some patients and some folks, especially older folks, say it keeps them up at night. Yeah, and it kind of can and some folks don't like it when they're taking a lot of it, and they're getting kind of the side effects that are, are not desirable, like the uh, kind of buzzy feeling. It's uh, likely a serotonin effect. I've never seen it be a problem, but it can be. And another one of the side effects is it causes more itching or pruritus. That's the term, pruritus than oxycodone usually and that's not necessarily an allergy that's probably a histamine effect like hay fever type effect which an antihistamine can help so you got to talk over all the side effects and all the indications and the potential contraindications with a qualified healthcare professional and what do I mean by qualified well (laughs) Here we are, 2021, it's um, getting tighter for opioids and you're more likely to be relegated to a specialist or a controlled substance management clinic like a pain clinic for some of these uh, long-acting and short-acting options uh, if if you're gonna need to be on them for a while because there's acute pain, yeah, we get acute pain, you know, bone break, bone hurt and then there's the long-standing pains. I'm a fibro-believer, and they're, they're pretty miserable. How about you have back surgery? you got this kind of post-laminectomy syndrome. There's a mouthful, huh? But it's, you know, you, you had surgery, and it's not that the surgery went bad per se, but your body kind of went bad. It made scar material. It didn't like having the nerves kind of moved around a little, you tend to have more added biomechanical stress above and below the fusion side if you had an unstable back and needed a fusion. And, I mean, the list is long and distinguished. But what, what can happen in that three-joint complex of two facets or joints in the back or the disc and or is that you have a complex array of pain <coughs> that just... You know, it takes it beyond spinal pain or beyond surgical pain. Same with so many other problems. How about interstitial cystitis? That bladder pain, pain inside out as opposed to outside in. How about um, some <clears throat> terrible acute problems like cluster headaches? I got to tell you, cluster headaches. When you when you see them and you are around people that have them. Uh, You're a believer. Uh, Seen, it tends to be men. Men just get to their knees and cry. Um, It's actually a suicidal pain. There are certain types of pain that I say are suicidal. I'm not kidding. So, I mean, you need something for that kind of acute issue. Because acute pain can happen chronically, like that or else chronic pain can happen acutely so you're you're dealing with a long-standing back problem and you turn or twist whoa bloody mary you've got such bad back pain you probably uh, torqued a facet or you did something to the disc that caused an inflammatory reaction it tends to stick around, and you kind of are miserable. You can't get sleepy because you can't get comfortable. And um, lo and behold, the mattress industry loves you. There's a whole industry out there that thinks if you if you get a mattress under you, you're good. You're good. Your back will be better. You're going to sleep better. You wake up refreshed. Oh, how many of those commercials do we see People stretching their arms out, oh, I slept fantastically. Well, a mattress is going to have very little to do with your overall outcome. It's too complex. It's much more uh, a matter of the biomechanical stressors that are occurring not only in spine pain but other conditions. So inner hydrocodone, where does it fit? Well, hydrocodone has the typical side effects we see with opioids: constipation, uh, meiosis. You know, you can get little pinpoint pupils. You, I mean, if you take a lot of it, I, histamine release. I mentioned you can get uh, uh, you know you can get bound up to the point where we got to prescribe something to you, um, which is fine. You know, we can treat a lot of these side effects. I don't have a problem treating side effects but sometimes we have to change agent. Also, hydrocodone and oxycodone can be metabolized quickly or slowly based on your genetics. Now, hydrocodone is a little unique here because a lot of hydrocodone, well, I don't say a lot. I'll say some of hydrocodone's effect comes from its metabolite. Some of oxycodone's effect comes from its metabolite or breakdown product. Uh, less so with oxycodone, in my humble opinion. (coughs) Hydrocodone is metabolized to hydromorphone, which is brand dilaudid. So it has an analgesic effect, too. So the breakdown product of hydrocodone can have an analgesic capacity to it. Well, how about this? Your liver breaks down a drug's 3A4 pathway or 2D6, and that's technical terms. hope oh, I'm not going to put you to sleep, but cytochrome P450 in the liver has characteristics that get these drugs gone or broken down or sent somewhere. Urine or, uh, you know, or else get excremented through the poopy system and you know hydrocodone in certain populations can't break the drug down well it's genetic can be tested for and so you really don't get that hydromorphone effect so you really might not get much of an effect and you might get some you might get some but it it's odd to go to the doctor's or healthcare provider, whoever it might be, and say, Hey, this hydrocodone is way overrated. Either I need a lot more, which red flags start flying, or uh, I don't get anything out of this. I get a lot of side effects from it. Well, it might be, yeah, you're just not breaking it down, Northern European. Uh, the other downside of hydrocodone that i have seen is nausea. Some people just can't take it. I see less of that with oxycodone. I see more drug liking with oxycodone. Now remember, drug liking or potential abusability uh, is part of the scheduling in America, okay? So schedule 2 is a uh, i like you and uh, the mesolimbic reward system, the dopamine pathways um are all fired up and loving it uh oxycodone in particular i wasn't feeling right until i had my first oxycodone and i felt okay it has to do with receptors d1 two and three which is going down a rabbit hole i don't want to go down right now but now hydrocodone's a little a little like that too it's this likability but it's less so than oxycodone, and it doesn't really have that kappa effect. It might have a little effect on stimulation, but not like Perky Perks. So I, what I see is less likability with hydrocodone, but plenty of it. There's plenty to go around. Um, the hydrocodone effect on dopamine is there, so it's yeah, it's okay. You know, I, I kind of like this. I'll I'll take another. And then you've got to watch the acetaminophen and other co-morbid um, uh, agents that we use to treat other disease states. Like, you you know, we know rule four. Uh, we know thy drugs, uh, and we might have you on pregabalin. That's um, opioid sparing. Or we may have you on gabapentin. That's opioid sparing. You can use less or like I said with acetaminophen, you can use less. And we see in hydrocodone less less of the focus on the feeling. It's not to say it's not there, it is there. So often, so often we hear when we put somebody on a long acting agent, it doesn't work. Well, I tell you what's probably happening is the agent is working fine. You know, During the process of getting past the FDA, America, um, it, you know, blood levels and all sorts of functional indices are assessed and evaluated, and it's there. The drug is there, but you don't get that surge, and that's what you get with immediate release drugs. You get that dopamine surge, and you feel that likability. So sometimes you, you say, this isn't working. Well, it's working. So what we lo- look at is functional parameters. So keep an eye on that when you're taking these drugs. Am I sitting longer, taking less medicine, better quality of life, playing with grandchildren, etc. So look at that stuff, okay? So all right, hyd- hydrocodone. What what are we gonna do with hydrocodone over a long period of time? Well, we either switch it to the long acting form and get rid of the acetaminophen worry, um, or we keep you on short acting. I have so many patients with chronic problems on short acting because it is cheap and it is a good medicine and they don't abuse it. Uh, we can monitor it. And if we see some hiccups, we can respond to it. But, um, I just don't see as much problems with hydrocodone and oxycodone. And that's anecdotal. That's just me. I, I'm sure in other Uh, practices other part of the country uh, or world Uh, it it might be a different story but it's probably an American story because we use so much of it here all right so two oh two one what I see with hydrocodone probably not much change probably more responsible use of opioids oxycodone hydrocodone and those being two big hitters we're going to see the implication that we should be doing more adherence monitoring. That's pill counts at each visit. That's getting urine drug testing, checking for metabolites. Um, what did he say? Metabolites? What? What are you talking about? Metabolites are breakdown products. Breakdown products of our drugs, and um, that's a whole podcast for. A, different day but let's say you've got a lot of parent drug in there hydrocodone but we don't see the breakdown products hmm what's happening i let your mind go go wander through that one but uh could, could be you're trying to trick us a little we call it shaving there's other terms too but um okay so as far as hydrocodone goes good drug oxycodone good drug both have tremendous utility use and a very good track record for safety and there's not a lot of uh, monitoring we have to do of the blood levels or of uh, any uh, particular um, uh, problems we would routinely see with drug interactions we can use adjuncts or other medicine to make one plus one equal three a little easier Um, and the point is rule four you got to know your drugs so look uh, hydrocodone isn't something you should be afraid of but keep in mind it's habit forming now tolerance or having to take more to get the same effect is not addiction okay dependence is not addiction it means that if you abruptly discontinue it You feel it. Um, That's not necessarily making you an addict or it's not necessarily withdrawal. And you need to know that those things just happen. If you have two Starbucks every day and you don't have Starbucks, um, that's brand name by the way. Let's just say Potent Coffee um, with uh, kind of bizarre captions. You know, a double latte, blah, blah oh God, it's so tedious. Um, you're going to have some type of dependence on that uh, latte or whatever it is from Starbucks. And you're going to have some modest withdrawal symptoms if you abruptly stop it. So expect that with any opioid to, especially the mu opioid agonist, that's the pure opioid effectors at the mu receptor and you're going to have to make adjustments in meds and eventually you may have to make an agent shift we just change your med to something else you don't have so much tolerance to or you're getting used to the drug so okay that's pretty much the story of hydrocodone it's a it's a good choice uh it's a uh medication that has Tremendous utility, acute and chronically. It has many forms and formulations that make it uh, um, a real strength uh, to pick uh, in so many capacities. And I uh, consider it one of my top meds for pain control. It's so doggone reliable. Well, anyway, I'm just about at Publix. So I'm going to uh, bug out here and uh, I'm starting the um, YouTube. I did this entire <laughs> YouTube before I left the office. And right toward the end, I did an Oxycodone, Hydrocodone comparison. The alarms went off. Then the phone went off. And it just went. Downhill. Hence, we have a podcast in the car and um, look for more on meds and 2021 what I see coming. As of right now, I'm going to remain conservative. I'm going to uh, believe availability will be there. I'm going to believe that if it's used responsibly, there'll be good access to care. So, um, anyway, um, send us uh, a review that really helps. And if you get to the YouTube, subscribe (laughs) really helps and uh, anyway you have you have a good day and um, we'll catch you we'll catch you soon